Welcome to the Life Business Podcast, where we're going to be discussing faith in business. And we're really hoping to provide some inspiration and insight for this season. And there's no better way to do that um, than have a chat to the one and only John Reed. Welcome, John. Awesome to have you with me. Thank you, Tim. I think this is a great idea. Well done on initiating this. Now, we're going to have a little bit of fun um, and hopefully, again, provide some uh, wisdom uh, for our business community, our professional community. But I thought I'd just start off by asking, John, um, how you and Sue are coping, or maybe I should be asking Sue specifically that with the, the lockdown. We are doing well, thank you. Sue's a teacher and she reckons that it's harder uh, teaching remotely, virtually. And so she's been doing a lot of work, a lot of Zooms. And so I've said, okay, I'll, I'll do the meals and, um, and try and keep um, things ticking over. But no, we're doing well, thank you. Yeah, Matt, you showed me a little bit of a scar on our earlier Zoom meeting. Um, uh, do you just want to tell everyone about your gardening and DIY adventures? Oh, dear. So, um, yeah, I've been doing a whole bunch of DIY, but I've got this firewood, some big knotty bits of wood, and I was swinging the axe wildly, and things got out of control, and I just um, racked up my leg uh, quite badly. Um, but anyway, it didn't need a doctor's visit so I'm okay but look I think the biggest challenge for me at the moment um we've got um, my mother-in-law staying with us and I've been tasked with not only cooking the meals but choosing the Netflix movie each night and can you know do you know how hard that is to get a <laughs> generational movie that everybody likes so no. that's my biggest challenge well um uh, good luck with that um uh, I think maybe stick with Disney that may be a safe way to go Hey, but John, with regard to our business professional uh, community, you're obviously talking to a lot of people, making a lot of calls. You've been attending a lot of online groups. Uh, what's the mood that you're getting from those you're speaking to at the moment? I think everybody's initial response to lockdown was, oh, and we kind of got um, so complacent, hadn't we? We were just ticking over very nicely, enjoying our lives, and suddenly we're into lockdown. But And the initial like, heads dropped a little bit. But very quickly, I think everybody thought, okay, been here before. We know what's in the playbook. We know how to get this, get through this, and um, let's just get on with it. And look, I would, I would give it about a... Gee, I've been thinking about this, about a 40-40-20 split. So 40% of people actually like it. Lots of people have been saying, oh, I get a chance to catch up with myself. 40% go, yep, okay, I'm neutral. Let's just um, get on with it. And 20% will go, oh, particularly those if they're on their own or um, they've got a lot of young um, to a working couple with young children. It's a real mission. So by and large, I think um, the mood is pretty good. I saw the Australian Prime Minister came out this week and said um, Jacinda's chasing rainbows, thinking she can get on top of uh, Delta. And uh, and I think that probably um, Kiwis go, OK, I think we're up for this. The epidemiologists are saying it's worth giving it a good crack to see if we can get on top of us. So I think compliance is high now in the nation. We're saying, yeah, let's give it a good go at trying to, trying to stop this in its tracks. Yeah, and 
in terms of stopping in its tracks, the actual implications time-wise may be a little bit longer than we'd initially hoped. Yeah, and again, it's like trying to forecast the weather, isn't it? But you'd have to, if you were doing planning from a business perspective, I think it would be wise to do some best case, worst case, likely case scenarios. So if we said, and, and don't hold me to this, say 21 or 28 days at level four and maybe two weeks at level three might be a kind of middle case. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, well, um, I'd be a bit cautious about providing a guess at this stage. I think we were meant to be peaking about now is my understanding potentially in terms of cases. Uh, today or tomorrow is probably going to um, tell a bit. But in terms of impact to the business community, um, those professionals out there as well, uh, it would seem to me that there's quite a variety in terms of the impact. It's not equal across the board. I've spoken to a couple of people in the hospitality area who are just massively hard hit and feel the impacts again immediately. Um, construction as well, but those in the construction sector that I'm talking to uh, are looking forward to that level three and understand that they can get straight back into it and the work's there and waiting with um, no lag. Um, are you getting that feel across the board? Yeah, I think if we look back on, uh, on what we did in the last couple of lockdowns and go, what did we learn from that? And I think there's a couple of things there. Um, first of all, is keeping everybody safe. So that includes the well-being. And we had a great session with Dr. Elizabeth last um, life business meeting. We were talking about well-being, and it's just really important for employers to make sure their staff are okay at this point, not just keeping safe, but their well-being and state of mind, particularly if they're on their own. Um, Secondly, being on top of the numbers. So just that's why I sort of threw some estimates out there because I think a big part of business is trying to look forward and anticipate what's coming and go, okay, let's run, do some planning scenarios. What do the numbers look like if we're X weeks under, under lockdown at the different levels? And then finally, sort of communicate. So certainly with your senior management team, with your management group, be in, in strong communication and letting the troops know um, where things are at, that the business is, is solid and, and can get through this and we just um, all do the best we can, uh, I, I guess, in keeping each other safe so we can get out of this and down to level three. Yeah, that communication piece is something that um, has been resonating with me. Pastor Paul has actually been challenging us on that, that, again, in the time we were isolated, a lot of remote working taking place, we, we can't com um, over-communicate. We need to um, keep touching base with people, keep reaching out, make sure there's clarity um, and, you know, vision for what we're doing. So that's a really interesting point. Yeah. So... I think we're, we're pretty battle-hardened now, though, aren't we? And we have learned from the past. We may not have quite as much um, zing to our, our Zooms. In the past, we were having family Zooms dress up and quizzes and telling stories, et cetera. Some of that enthusiasm's dropped, but we still becomes really, just really important to keep connecting, particularly with those who are a bit isolated. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, again, that's something for all of us in the um, professional or business world to be looking who we can reach out to. I've been 
so impressed with our groups right across life, um, hearing some good chats, um, being involved in some WhatsApp uh, groups as well. And there seems to be a really high level of engagement there, which has been awesome to see. Um, but that would be a challenge that I have for everyone is be thinking about who we can be reaching out to, touching base to see if they are okay. I think as business people, we um, can get isolated quite quickly. Um, so in terms of this whole area of health, John, um, what lessons did you pick up? Again, you made so many 150, 200 calls last time round. Some key lessons there in, in terms of the health aspect for people to take on board. Yeah, I, I think that mental health piece of making sure we are connected and we are communicating. But Tim, just to pick up on the groups, and it's been a highlight of this year, the growth of our business groups and being connected with other people of faith and doing life and sharing life from uh, a business. And business is tough at the best of times. And just having others we can talk to and share with and being able to share the load, particularly in times like this, is just so, uh, so valuable so, so that is a biggie, just that well-being, being connected and getting yourself organised, planning your way through it. Now, this time around, you mentioned that there is a little bit of um, different attitude to it. People are battle-hardened. Are there any other elements that are different this time around? I think... Uh, oh, Sue, I, said, I put this question to my wife and she said, well, there's no broker. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, you're not doing your yoga for bros like you were doing last time around in lockdown. But um, so I need to crank that up again. But I think we're battle hardened. And I think this time there's no panic. OK, um, here we are uh, in lockdown again. There's no panic. We kind of know what to do. But and I think it's finding our rhythm in lockdown also. And I was pleased talking with you before about you've got your exercise regime, you've got your family times, and you kind of divvy your day and find a bit of a rhythm and a routine in lockdown. But one of the key things for business at the moment to make sure you've got your government support lined up. So if you go, any listeners want to go to covid19.govt.nz, the support is outstanding. So the, particularly the two things to go for um, is immediately to get the um, wage subsidy uh, in place and the payouts are really fast. But also the resurgence and support payment, the RSP. So important if you're under 50 staff to tap into that as well. And there's other small business loans, et cetera, on there. So just making sure that you've done everything you can from your business perspective, your planning perspective, your government support in place, and you're going, am I on top of these things? Is there anything else I should be doing? But also really using this as a time to catch your breath and just go, okay, this actually gives me a little breather here to step, step back and just on a number of fronts, just, just take a breather. Because, I mean... Contrary to maybe what we expected, the last 12 months have been quite crazy from an economic perspective, and there has been a massive amount of activity, growth, and uh, potentially um, it needs a time where well, we can make use of this time to consolidate. I talked to one business owner who was doing that, who was looking at restructuring elements of his business with this forced downtime to do some deep thinking about the business. 
Um, with respect to where to from here, from an economic perspective, obviously there have been a few levers pulled from government or signals that they were going to, to cool off the economy. What, what's your economic outlook coming out the other end of this lockdown? Tim, can I just first give maybe a little bit of advice for the business owners and professionals and to use this reflection time um, to do a little bit of a dashboard. So both on a personal and business front and from a personal front, how am I looking on the dashboard of life from, um, from my spiritual from my relational with my wife and family, from my vocational and from my exercise or health-wise, and run the same dashboard run over the business. And last year, a lot of businesses took the opportunity to just to refocus, readdress, and, and we saw the benefits of that um, in the last six to nine months in the New Zealand economy of very focused businesses doing what they do well. And so just having a look at that dashboard, but can I give you a bit of a, a bit of a view from an economic perspective? And in March, I spoke at a life business session and I, I um, predicted a, a winter of discontent coming. And uh, how wrong was that? And it just shows I'm about as good as a weather forecaster in terms of an economic projection. But all the signals were there and yet we've just had an amazing time our GDP is really solid. Our, um, listening to the finance minister, Grant Robinson, the other day say our GDP is up and our um, unemployment is down, but the economy is stronger and the unemployment is down uh, less than it was um, prior to the first lockdown. So the country actually went into this lockdown in better shape in spite of what nearly 18, 15 months of the borders being closed and us hunkered down here in Fortress New Zealand. So, um, and the tax take is up and the economy's going really well. And I just think that is truly amazing and we've been blessed. So if I just give you a brief couple of views. So from a global perspective, the World Bank saying um, they expect this to be the biggest global recovery in 80 years as the world opens up, and we know that um, that COVID's not over yet, and this and the and a lot of countries and areas are getting on with living with it, and there's lots of technology and solutions and boosters, etc. Um, but share markets generally globally have taken a positive view and looking forward, and. In New Zealand, look, we've got plenty of headwinds, and I'll just list them briefly, but it seems like we've got plenty of horsepower in the boat to, to plough our way through the, the waves that are coming at us. And a couple of the, the things I'm hearing, massive supply shortages, whether you go into a fishing tackle shop or a building supply shop or timber or whatever, huge freight issues across um, so many industries due both to global demand um, and also shortage of shipping and containers. And then you put labour shortages, which is very frustrating uh, for many industries, but it just shows that, um, you know, the demand is high that you just can't get enough staff. And so frustrating that you just can't keep, the demand is there, but you just can't keep up. So, and then we throw in rising inflation and just a comment on that, businesses need to pass on all the increase in costs, and there are some opportunities presented for business in, at, at this time. 
And then we've got interest rates. And um, the Reserve Bank said the other day they'll just hold the OCR during lockdown, but come October, November, talking increases over the next 18 months to two years of up to one and a half to two percent OCR, which translates to mortgage rates of four, potentially up to five percent. So there's some stuff coming down the track and 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 that obvious impacts and trying to slow what's happened with housing prices. But so so some headwinds, but that's offset by you know, New Zealand's household wealth has grown dramatically in the last 12 months. Well, have been a lockdown. Value of assets, of houses and shares and businesses has grown. Crypto has been pretty wild, but um, <laughs> savings, savings high, you know, from a global perspective, very high for areas that have been in, in lockdown for a long time. So there's, there's high export demand for our, for our agriculture and tech products. And, um, and construction strong, et cetera. So, you know, this is an economy that's done well through lockdown. When it opens up, there's more upside available to us. And my final comment on this, on the economy and, the, and a positive outlook, I think, long-term, um, KiwiSaver listening to um, Simplicity, Sam Stubbs the other day, he reckons $15 million a day coming into New Zealand for KiwiSaver that has to fire a home. There's 82 billion already in there, and that's just helping to drive the New Zealand economy forward in the years ahead. So whilst there are some headwinds and some temporary hiccups, I think the long view we can draw confidence from New Zealand's in good shape. We can get through this. Our GDP to debt ratio is still in good shape compared with many countries. So I, I feel a good, strong, medium to long-term output uh, outlook and just um, getting our way through the next, the coming couple of months, get as many people vaccinated as possible and um, try and get back to some sort of normality. Very good. And so what what's your, I guess, final piece of advice for business owners specifically in that um, next period of time com- coming out of level four? Um, I guess well, there's two ways out of level four. One is we all get vaccinated as fast as possible, 70 or 80%. And, and either two things happen. Either we fail to get on top of this and we end up with um, a bit of a longer uh, journey, but we, we learn to live with it. And we, um, but high levels of vaccination and compliance will, will, will have a reasonable quality of life. Or we get through this and, um, and, and have another clear run till we get um, people vaccinated. But... I think the long view is that God's got this, that we can relax and that um, we, and people of faith that we know through all these challenges, God's got his hand on this. And, you know, as people of faith doing the right thing and protecting our loved ones. And um, Tim, I was talking to you the other day about wisdom. And uh, I said, apart from knowledge and experience, one of the parts of wisdom is tolerance to the uncertainties of life. So that's our prayer for everyone today, that they will have some God-given tolerance through the, these uncertain times. And a final comment there, um, uh, 1918, the Spanish flu, which killed, what, 20 million people, eventually tapered off just to be a nasty cough. And so with time, uh, the virulence of the, of the virus will ease. Uh, the vaccine helps um, speed that up. 
And so the long game, and this is over over years, is that this um, this threat will fade and we'll when we'll learn to live with it. But in the meantime, God's got His hand guiding a leader through this. Absolutely agree with you, John. And when we do look back at the last twelve months and uh, the, the last lockdown between the two of us, we've had story after story of God intervening, God bringing blessing, restoration of lost earnings um, in that time and have seen life's business people uh, move from strength to strength. And that's not to say that there haven't been some really, really hard times for people and some challenges and some massively difficult decisions that have to be made over that period. Uh, But Again, just the underlying theme that we've had is that God's got it and God's been faithful and we can absolutely expect that to be the case again at this time, uh, which encourages me so much. So, um, John, look, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. I know we all appreciate it. And uh, I know all our groups and those you're touching base with um, uh, so enjoy your input and wisdom I just want to remind everyone listening um, the the life business community that both John and myself um, are here to chat to touch base and we would love to hear from you and you can get in touch with us via the life business website we're going to be touching base on a um, a regular occasion to have a discussion about what's going on in terms of developments across the different levels. So why don't you tune in? We're going to get some other experts in specific areas to come and provide some wisdom and perspective as well. And um, we hope to see you again. But John, maybe would you just be able to finish in prayer for um, the business and professional community today? Heavenly Father, we just pray your blessing over everybody who listens into this, Lord, for incredible wisdom and, Lord, for guidance as to know what to do next. And, Lord, we just pray incredible wisdom for our politicians who are trying to make big decisions on on our behalf. Lead and guide them and bless each one listening in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us and we will catch you again next time.